Here's a message from Ken LaVica. Ken LaVica? Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where is Ken LaVica? I don't think Ken LaVica's here. But you know what? We're going to hold us down. Chris Dina is going to hold us down. Hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Welcome to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. However, Ken LaVica is not here. I am Dean Thomas. You normally hear me on Josh Cohen and the home team every day from 3 to 5. Or you might see me on the desk on ESPN doing the pre and post shows for the UFC. You might have heard me on the broadcast this weekend analyzing during the fights. You might have seen me on Dana White looking for a fight. Hanging out with my buddy former UFC welterweight champion Matt Sarah. Listen, I'm not bragging. I'm just stating the stating the facts here. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just stating the facts. And I will be with my co-host, my 24-year-old bestie, fresh off of her bachelorette party in Nashville, Tina. We like to call her Tina Home Team. 888-760-3776. That's the number to call if you want to chime in. If you got something to say, if you got a hot take, if you don't like something I say, you can call in. I'm just going to hang up on you. But you can call in and tell me about myself. I have no problem with that. Tina, how you doing? I'm good today. I think my voice is back a little bit. It's coming back. It's I, coming back. I'm, I'm hearing. I'm hearing some uh, some resurgence. Yeah, it's still a little raspy, but it's coming back. It's a little raspy. It's not as it's not as uh, Bobby Brady ish as it was yesterday, but it's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to be here, and I'm excited for this next hour. Good. So. Getting into the next hour, the last couple of days have been great for sports. And I talked about this last week on how the weekend was going to be really good for sports. It was so much going on. And it was up until even like last night, like yesterday, Steph Curry dropped 50 points. What? You know this? I know this. I did did my homework. Steph Curry dropped 50 points, had 10 assists. And like, and that's, you know, astronomical numbers. Like Steph Curry proved that he's back. So like. He took a W for the weekend. Yeah. And I use the term loosely because he's on the, the Warriors, the W. Also, over the weekend, Kamaru Usman retained his Walter Waite championship by beating Colby Covington. He looked great. Both of them fought well, but Kamaru Usman won the fight. He took a W. Canelo Alvarez, boxer, one of the greatest of our time, knocked out Caleb Plant in the 11th round. Took a W. Looked fantastic doing it. I don't know if anybody is going to be able to beat him. And an honorable mention goes out to you, Tina. What? Yes. For being able to go to Nashville (laughs) with 10 girls. 11. 11 girls. (laughs) Being in Nashville with 11 girls, you drove up there. You you stayed hammered all weekend. Uh Uh-huh. You recorded it. You put it all over your Instagram and your and you know your Instagram feed. The whole thing that happened, and you made it back safely. I did, and I, I made it to work on Monday. I didn't even, I, and you made it to work on Monday. Raspy voice and everything. <laughs> I had no idea that you were capable of this. 
you get an honorable mention for W's of the weekend. I feel so honored. But I you, love it. Yeah, you should be because I was, I'm was. i proud of you. I didn't know you was capable of it. First off, <laughs> I thought you was going to get jacked in Atlanta. I said, don't yes. stop in Atlanta because you're going to get jacked. And, well, y'all didn't stop in Atlanta. So, I mean, obviously you didn't get jacked. But, yeah. you know, there's outskirts that you could have got jacked on too. Yeah. So, and I'm also kind of jealous of you that you got a chance to go and, and you know, you were hanging out with 11 girls in yeah. Nashville. Like, that's something that I wish I could have done. You know, I've never achieved that in my life, my 45 years. But Well, we'll need to do a round two and then you'll definitely be invited. Good. But speaking of rounds, those are the, the rounds of W's. Now we're going to talk about the rounds of L's because there were some dudes who took some big L's this weekend. And we're going to talk about that. Big L, rest in peace. Who took a big L this weekend? Uh, let me tell you. First off, Nick, Nikola Jokic. I hope I'm saying that right. I know they call him the Joker, but Nikola Jokic from Denver. I'm going to Denver a little bit later today, though. I'll talk about that later. But from Denver Nuggets, he was ejected after shoving the Heat's Markeith Morris in the Nuggets win 113-96. to he later apologized, but he's more than likely going to be suspended and fined. He takes a big L. Also taking an L in this situation was Markeith Morris. Did you see Did you see the clip of this? I saw the video, and it yeah. just looked like he Marquise was standing there, and I don't know. The other yeah, he took a cheap shot on him. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of being a punk to take a cheap shot on a guy like that. Like, he probably shouldn't have did that. He probably should have, you know, if he was... And, or, like, or he should have did it as hard as he did. Like, he should have just got his attention. But I'm I'm saying that Markeith Morris took an L from our heat because of the way he fell and just lay there. What do you mean? That's what they all do. No, come on. That's how you no, get that's the, not how you're supposed to fall. That's how you get the foul or whatever it's no, called. No, I don't care. Flop. I don't care. No, when that happens, you're supposed to take it like a man. You're supposed to get up and start swinging. And I'm surprised. I mean, the players got Jimmy up. Jimmy Butler got mad. Yeah, Jimmy Butler got mad, but it took him too long. You know what I'm saying? It took him too long to retaliate. Like, when that happens, you're supposed to retaliate swinging. Okay, well, this is basketball. This isn't, you know, MMA. Well, we're going to talk about that, too. That's why MMA is the greatest sport in the world. I don't care what nobody says. You can dispute me on this. We're going to talk about that in the second segment. But MMA is the greatest sport in the world. You can dispute me on this all you want. But because of the fact that these guys, listen, they retaliate. It took them too long to retaliate. They should have swung on him right away i don't know if that was best but hey if you think that's what they should have done that's what they should have done okay also taking an l this weekend damon arnett okay he's the second year uh cornerback on the raiders and he was cut because video surfaced of this dude holding a gun making death threats what yes he was holding a gun yelling out making death threats like he was Denzel Washington in training day. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, I know it doesn't sound good, but he's so he the Raiders. Listen, I was the gonna, Raiders. Yeah, are, the Raiders whoa, are not whoa. having a good month. You know, they're not ever since they moved to Vegas. And a lot of people are questioning, was that move to Vegas, you know, a good thing or a bad thing? Because it seems like since they've been in Vegas, like a lot of bad stuff has been happening. Yeah. So my man, my man, uh, Damon, Damon Arnett, he's going to be released from the team. And I agree. I mean, you know, you can't do stuff like that. Video surfaced of him brandishing a weapon, yelling out death threats. <sighs> Guess what? He takes an L. Hit, hit, hit me with that one more time. Big L, rest in peace. 
he takes a big L. Next, taking a big L. The Dallas Cowboys. See, uh, I wasn't going to diss the whole franchise of the Raiders. I didn't want to diss the whole franchise, but I'm going to diss the whole franchise of the Cowboys because they are a more popular team. They're America's team. Yeah. And they were having a hot streak. They were on a, a six-game winning streak that ended because what the coach just admitted. They got outcoached, outplayed, out-executed. Dak Prescott came back. We thought he was going to. Did I ever tell you my nickname when I, when I dressed up for the weigh-in shows? No. Dak Ascot, because I wear the Ascot. Oh. Yeah, as they call me Dak Ascot. Oh, nice. Yeah. But Dak Prescott was back in the game. And uh, listen, how you going to win football games with Cooper Rush and not Dak Prescott? I don't know. I didn't watch any football this weekend because, you know. I don't watch football either, but I'm, yeah. just, I'm just stating the facts. And I, do, I did my research. I'm stating the facts. The Dallas Cowboys, you take a big L. And and Ezekiel Elliott might be in question because he's got a hurt knee, so they definitely take a big L. Hit me with that one more time. Big L, rest in peace. And lastly, no, actually, yeah, lastly, Dylan Dennis. Now, oh. are you familiar with Dylan, Dylan Dennis? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dylan Dennis. Now, prior to, like, his recent stardom and fame, like, he was a very good Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner and competitor. That's not, I don't want to get that mistaken. He was a very good one. And he trained with a lot of good people and he was a good competitor and he did his thing. And then when he got hooked up with Conor McGregor as being Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu coach, everything went downhill. Like he just became this monster. I don't know why or how it happened, but he became an absolute monster. He's Conor's jiu-jitsu coach? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's Conor McGregor's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu coach. Oh. But he's an absolute monster. Now. Yeah. Like, and a lot of bad has been happening for him. So he's been taking L's for a minute. Oh, yeah. But he took a major L this weekend at oh. Madison Square Garden as he was backstage. And Ali Abdelaziz, Abdelaziz I have a hard time saying his last name, it, who is Kamar Usman, Khabib Nurmagomedov, Justin Gaethje's manager. He slapped him in the face. Oh. <gasps> Backstage at MGM. Why? Because well, they had they had words on Twitter. And why? Why? Why not? Why would you not want to slap Dylan Dennis? Like everybody wants oh, to slap him. Oh, he slapped Dylan or yeah. Dylan slapped him? No, he him? slapped Dylan oh, Dennis. Oh, okay. He, I yeah. thought. He slapped Dylan Dennis in the face. He slapped Dylan Dennis in the face. And then Dylan Dennis was ejected from Madison Square Garden. And he's no longer at- allowed to attend another UFC event. No way? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So he takes a big L. Hit me me with that. Big L, rest in peace. I didn't hear about that this weekend. You didn't hear about that? Well, that's what I'm here for. Well, yeah. But that's, I just feel like he's been a hot mess for a long time with the incident with his ID and he didn't want, he was allowed in the bar and then like he was like wrestled to the ground or whatever. He just, and I've always seen stuff on Instagram, him going back and forth with Jake Paul. Just, he seems a lot. Oh, he's a lot. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's going back and forth with Jake Paul. I mean, he went back and forth with a lot of guys in MMA. Like, I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like I said, he's a he's a good competitor. Like, he can he competes well. He he he's undefeated as a as a pro fighter. He's two and zero in Bellator, and you know he's a really good grappler. But he's still, for lack of better, well, you know, being uh, on radio here, he's a jerk. Like, he's a jerk, and. I am so glad that Ali slapped him in the face. (laughs) 
I can't believe that. I can't believe he just like did yeah. that. Yeah, oh, for sure. Well, Ali, like, he's a manager, but you got to understand one thing about How old is Ali? He's probably in his, you know, early 40s. Oh, wow. Yeah, but Ali, but understand this too is that, you know, most people in our game, like I said, it's the best game in the world. Uh, Ali is a, he's a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu too. He also is a former pro fighter and he don't take no crap. No. You know, so like he, you know, he's a grown man. He don't take no crap. So I guess he saw Dylan backstage and. You want to say this to me on Twitter? Say it to my face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you. Yeah. We got beef on Twitter. Say it to my face. He slapped him in the face. Dylan Dennis gets ejected. Bing, kapoom, kapow. What about is Dylan. So Dylan's still Connor's jujitsu like coach. Yeah. Is he going to be ever allowed back if Connor fights again? No. Wow. No. And it's funny, too, because like when you're backstage, like. Like whenever they have like checkpoints, they always have it's like the uh like the post office. They'll have like a a pic, like pictures of the guys who are not allowed in. <gasps> yeah. No way. I swear it. Yeah. I remember one year I was at a UFC and I saw a picture. It was like Nate Diaz wasn't allowed at this event. It was a bunch of guys who weren't allowed at these events. But yeah, it's like like when you're backstage and you're walking around and uh in every checkpoint they have, they have pictures of guys who are just not allowed in and, and sporadically out there. It is, yeah. Because like if the if security catches wind of these guys not in there, they're gonna they're gonna bounce them out. Yeah. Well that's good. And that's you know, even if it's for safety reasons and so everyone's aware of, you know, who's allowed here and who's not. Yes. So um so those guys, all those take a big L. But and there's one more, there's an honorable mention that I'm gonna get to on the other side and it's very close to home to us and you are gonna love it. And when we come back from break, I'm going to tell you who takes another L, and he's very close to us. When we come back, this is ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Hey, Tina, what did... Ali's five fingers say to Dylan Dennis's face. Have that. No, it says slap. <laughs> Is there a video of this anywhere? I don't think there's a video of it. It's kind of interesting though that he got in no trouble, right? No, he got no trouble. I think when you when you're a guy like Dylan Dennis and like you're just you, trouble. you slap him, you slap him in the face, it's like everyone gets it. Yeah. The police get it. Yeah. The judge would have got it. The jury gets it everyone gets it everyone understands wow well good for him he got Dylan you know yeah. him he's now no longer at those events slap I'm Dean Thomas that's the voice you're hearing you're also hearing Tina home team or just Tina what do you prefer Tina well I feel like on home team I'm Tina home team so, right. but I hear I'm Tina Tina live Tina on the radio I don't know Tina, Tina. on the radio Tina but well, this is ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Ken Levick Alive. Ken is not here. I'm Dean Thomas. The number to call is 888-760-3776. If you got a hot take, give me a call. If you feel that you can find a sport better than MMA, give me a call. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you won't be able to do it. No, no other sport in the world brings people together and more excitement than a fist fight. It's just the way it is. When things go wrong in other sports, what do they do? They fist fight. We get right to the point. That's true. That's that's true. Exactly. No other sport in the world can do that. Bring people together, unite people the way combat a combat sport like fist fighting does. That is my point. That's scary. 
But let's go back to Big L's because we was talking about Big L's and I really wanted to bring this up because um, I can't let it go. <laughs> I can't let it go. And um, and this one is close to us. This one is close to home. So hit, hit me with the Big L one time. Big L, rest in peace. Now, Josh Cohen is my man. You know, he is my man from way back. You know what I'm saying? That's my dog. But he kind of took an L. And, like, it's okay because every so often we all take L's. Like, I take, I took an L once. Like, I took an L when I was I was inside the cage. or in, Yeah, I was inside the cage with the microphone. It was actually a ring. With the microphone, and the dude took it from me. I took an L. You know what I'm saying? I had to eat it. I was up on, on ESPN Hot, you know, on the Sports Center. Sports Center taking an L. But I'll tell you right now. Josh Cohen, from Josh Cohen and the home team, three to five, took a L to Colby Covington on Friday. Or was it Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. He took a L, a L. A, he had more L's than Cool J. He <laughs> took L's, boy. Like, and this is my honorable mention. So Josh wanted to ask a question, and, and we know that Josh has been known as the pink suit guy. And basically, he went up to ask a question, but you got to – the reality was his question was too long. I don't know if you saw the video of this. I did see the video. It like took he, like it was like 35 40 seconds. No, of, it took it took him at least a minute to even get into the question like yeah. he like cuz he he prefaced it with all this, you know, back information. Like a setting just yeah, like, yeah. like setting the tone and then he got into the question. By the time he got into the question, people were already like boo. And then Kobe was like, "Man, you look like Pepto Bismol." <laughs> Uh, he yes. shut it down. He shut it out. Even Usman had to laugh at yeah, him. Yeah, Usman chuckled. Yeah, Usman chuckled. And I felt bad, you know, because, you know, Josh is our guy. Well, I didn't feel all that bad because, like, <laughs> he had it coming. But you would think that of all people, of all people, Josh would have knew better than to ha- have his question go as long as it did. Like, he should have just got right to it and just been like, yo, if you lose, you know, if you lose, are you going to admit that? You know, released uh, x-rays that he broke your face last time. But he w- took way too long. Colby had way too much time to, like, come up with something slow. Yeah, he had way too much time. And I get, and I think I get what Josh was trying to do. He was trying to butter him up in the beginning because he was like, ah, nice color scheme on your suit. Yeah. And then, but then by the time he got to the question, man, did he take an L. <laughs> I did think it was pretty crazy that they had, like, a whole, like, a video set aside on YouTube of pink suit guy versus Colby Covington. I was like, wow, this is like a big deal. Yeah, well, he's, I mean, you know, obviously Josh has created a whole niche yeah. for this pink suit guy character. Yeah. And um, and I think he should ride with it. But I, Me but, too. But at, at certain times, like you, but you can't make mistakes like that, though. Because especially this early in your in your career when you're trying to build build and build and build, like you can't, you can't make a mistake like that. Yeah. And that was that was a hard one to take so early in his in his rise to stardom. And <laughs> to pink suit guy. But give him props. He laughed about it. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. He handled it well. And he well. raised it like he was raised his voice. He's like, no, answer my question. Yeah, he, he handled it well. He yeah, he really did. It. He handled it very well. But I um, walked off and cried. Yeah, I would I mean <sighs> But I just but like for me, like it was it was tough to see because like I'm used to seeing Josh always in charge of these things. And then to to lose to Kobe Covington in a battle of words. Do you know how big of an upset that is? That that is Buster Douglas Buster B- Douglas Tyson. I don't know like who Kobe Covington is if he's like as, you know, if he's like crazy where it's like it's this is something normal for him to kind of like go off on, 
media or people, you know, I don't know if it's kind of like how Connor was. Is no, that like his character? Yeah, his. I mean, he's got a, a very cringy character as well where it's, but it, he doesn't, he wasn't, he's never really good with words. I mean, he's really kind of awkward with words, but it's like, but he says a lot of mean stuff to hurt people's feelings. Aww. So, I mean, he kind of, so that's the way he kind of gets away with it. Like, it's not really clever or witty. It's just very mean. Yeah. And it's very cringy coming from him. So, like, people are always like, oh, I hate this guy. You either love him or you hate him. Yeah. Or, or you might hate him, but you love what he stands for. Yeah. And, but for him to beat Josh in a battle of words was the biggest upset of the weekend. I know. And maybe if it was different, too, it could have been, like, who had the better suit, Colby or Pink Suit Guy. Yeah. But now... He's Pepto. Now he's just straight Pepto. Pepto biz. <laughs> oh no, we gotta start calling him Pepto. Oh no. Well, that's that's Josh Cohen for you. He he took a big L to Colby Covington this weekend, so you know he's the last. He's my honorable mention. But back to what I was saying before, MMA is the greatest sport in the world. If you can tell me differently, call in 888-760-3776. You if you think football is better, tell me why. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not. Like I said. When things go wrong in football, what do they do? They start fighting. They fight. They fight. We get right to it. And what happens when they fight? Everybody jumps up to see what's going on. At least, too, in, in MMA, like, fighting is acceptable. Fighting right. in other sports isn't acceptable. And, and now these two, like that one NBA player you mentioned earlier on the Denver Nuggets, he's going to get probably suspended. Well, he should. Not because. Well, yeah. He, what he, I didn't like what he not did. Not because of what he did. But still well, fighting in general. The, the way like, he went allowed. about it. Yeah. The way yeah. he went about it. But like, I mean, in hockey, fighting is very acceptable. I mean, Oh, part, yeah. You want the them to fight. Yeah. And like, that's what people go for. Like, they go for that. Like, I think a lot they of also, people go. Yeah. What? They also got like a helmet on, pads, but they got like sticks. They got weapons. I know. Like, that's like if I played, that's why I couldn't play hockey. You would use your stick as a weapon? <laughs> what? In fact, I would walk, I would take my skates off and just <laughs> run around the ice with my skates in my hand, just swinging at people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's why, that's why they won't let me play hockey. Oh, well, yeah. And they're definitely not now. <laughs> hey, yeah. Tell me about it. Tell um, me about it. Oh, so listen, we got, um, we got to get to a call. We got, uh, Ode Osborne, Dwyer High School product. He fought in Madison Square Garden this weekend. I really got to get him. I really want to talk to him see everything um what was going through his mind and how that experience was for him so when we come back we'll talk to, to oday osborne from dwyer high school but before we go let me remind you that prostate cancer affects one in eight men when detected early it can be treated and defeated the key is screening and early detection is one of the most prevalent cancers in the u.s colorectal cancer is also preventable through screenings the urologist at cleveland clinic florida provide expert prostate care from diagnosis to minimally invasive robotic surgery and advanced treatment options, the experts are right here for you at Cleveland Clinic Florida. Take the first step and schedule a prostate cancer or colorectal cancer screening. Visit clevelandclinicflorida.org slash access. Do it today because when it comes to complete men's health care, there's no other option. Get world-class care from the expert team that you know and trust. Providing trusted care from Indian River, St. Lucie, Martin, Palm Beach and Broward Counties, Cleveland Clinic, Florida, is here for you. Schedule an appointment today. Do it it's for your health. ClevelandClinicFlorida.org slash access. That's ClevelandClinicFlorida.org slash access. When we come back, Ode Osborne will be on the line. This is ESPN 106.3. 
From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Welcome back. Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I am not Ken LaVica. I am Dean Thomas. That's the voice you're hearing right now. Also on my side, my co-host with the co-most, Tina. Together we are known as Chris Dina. Yeah. <laughs> we do and we do it right. We do things big. And now I want to get to our very special guest. We got him we got him on the line, Tina? Yeah, we're good. I'd like to get to our very special guest. Former Dwyer wrestler, football player, who just fought at Madison Square Garden on Saturday, has a victory, won a victory, won a fight over CJ Vergara. Ode Osborne. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how you doing, my man? How you doing? I'm good, man. How's everything? How's it feel now? Uh, just recently removed from a big win at Madison Madison Square Garden, the mecca of fighting. Like Ali fought there. Like I mean, every all the greats have fought there. How's it feel coming home to this? Oh man, it's amazing. You know, uh, it, it's 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 a dream come true. Honestly, um, I it's it, it's something to say because I just on Monday, well, yesterday was Monday. I just um, got to enjoy the win yesterday because you know you know how it is, man. When you get that adrenaline dump and everything is just going, all the emotions and stuff, you really don't really get to enjoy the win until like maybe a day after your fight. You know what I'm saying? Well, and so yesterday I was just. Well, sometimes like you're too hurt to enjoy the win, <laughs> but you didn't take a lot. You didn't take a lot of punishment. Like, you didn't take no damage. No, I didn't take any damage. So I was, I was good. You know, it was just, it's it, it just, it's just, it, it's all emotional. You know, just coming from like I said, coming from Palm Beach all the way from you know wrestling days to playing football to going moving to Wisconsin for wrestling to being. All of a sudden, now performing at Madison Square Garden, man, that's huge. You know, it's a, it's a dream come true, and uh, it's like I got pissed myself. Like Holly Berry was at the weigh-ins, and I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Holly Berry, like, hey, what's up? Like, <laughs> yo, you, you a Catwoman? You a Storm? Like, <laughs> like I'm <laughs> fanboying over Holly Berry over here. So when when you stepped on the scale and Holly Berry was um was standing there, did you try to flex? <laughs> Man, you know I tried. You can't not flex with Holly Berry there. <laughs> it's almost a sin to not flex. Thou shalt not flex when Holly Berry is next to you. That is, you are one hundred percent correct. Now, are you still working with uh, Ben Tome's former Jensen Beach High School wrestling coach? Are you still working with him? Yeah, man. I'm always. I'm going back. So I'm. I did this camp at Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going back and getting some work in with Ben when I get back in, in Wisconsin. So. I'm gonna do probably gonna do my so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do my camps at Syndicate and um on my off season time I'm gonna spend that with Ben and then do some some off season wrestling stuff with him and you know get it in with Ben because you know Ben is Ben is a legend man he's one of the best wrestling coach like ever ever he took me I was I didn't when I tell you I didn't wrestle a day in my life when I got to Dwyer and my sophomore year I placed at the state tournament. And in my junior year, I placed. And my senior year, I placed. I was the only kid to ever place three times as a as a sophomore, junior, and senior who's never wrestled before. And Ben Ben just understood how to coach people who's never wrestled before. And I think that's the biggest problem with MMA is a lot of wrestling coaches are coaching like too high level wrestling for people who don't you know understand wrestling. 
You know, you're 100% correct about that. I remember when I first met Ben back in, uh, it was in Port St. Lucie, and uh, and I met Ben Askren actually through him, well, actually kind of a mutual friend Ben Askren was. But I noticed that Ben Tomes, like, he was coaching at Jensen Beach, but he had so many interesting, like, systems that he was using. It worked for, like, the most basic stuff, but it was so good for you. And I could see how it that was. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's crazy because his system is designed to work against anybody, right? Anybody. Like, um, for instance, we, you know, when we do, when I, when, I do, when I do shots, like you saw my fights, when I do shots, I don't do, like, head outside shots, you know, risk getting uh, choked out. All the shots are, if I miss that blast double, I give up nothing. If I get the blast double, I get the blast double. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you give nothing. It's a win-win. So, he, it's, it's the same tactics from wrestling. It's like, give up nothing. You know, yeah. so he's he's phenomenal. Now, I, I would be remiss to not bring this up because, um, you know, Jacoby Brissett is a you know big time NFL star, and you played football with him. <laughs> yeah, well, so when I um I did spring football with Jacoby, and um, at the time, funny story. So I was supposed to be on the spring football team with with him, and at the time. You know, going into spring football, I got injured by Matt. So Matt Elam was the starting, uh, I think he was the starting safety for the Raiders, uh, for, not the Raiders, for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, took a, I took a hit by, from Matt Elam and, you know, fractured my collarbone. And that was the end of my career. Because I, I realized, <laughs> like, man, like this dude, like I'm a small dude. Like, I was good, but I was small. And, he, you know what I'm saying? He just hit me like he blasted me. And that really opened my eyes, and I'm sitting there like, dude, my wrestling career could be over, you know, and I, I, I'm not planning on going far for football because I know my size, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, yeah, Jacoby Brissett, he's awesome, and he, he actually reached out and said what's up. So did um, Nick O'Leary. I talk to those guys all the time, man. I, they, they both reached out and, you know, show, show love and support. Well, that's what I was saying, too. I was kind of thinking, like, when it was brought to my attention that you had went to school with all these guys, I'm like, these guys should know who you are. You know, not, I mean, and not be, feel, and not feel like starstruck in a way where, you know, where you're looking at them is like, there's something big. Like, they should know who you are and be starstruck of you. Yeah. You don't want, and, you know, you're doing it big time now. Yeah, and not only that, too. Like, you know, we were all friends growing up. It's not, we were all in the same grade. We all went to the same parties. We all hung out. To, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I walked past these guys in the hall, didn't know them. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? They knew. You know, we were. We all. You know, we are. Jacoby was in my my history class, Mister. You know what I mean? He was, did, he, did he cheat uh, on you? Know, did he do his homework? I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Jacoby was always. I was. He was always really good uh, with the studies. I'm not. That's one thing with Jacoby. He was very disciplined. Mm. He was real disciplined. He always was good with his studies. Well, I mean, you, I mean, uh, you would have to be being a quarterback in the NFL. You would have to be very diligent about the way you study and process information. Now, you're a full time teacher yourself, right? Or part time now? I actually, just, yeah, I actually just quit. I just left my job um, teaching because you know after my last fight in Vegas. Not Vegas, sorry. My last fight in Houston, you know, I was doing everything was going well, and I and I, you know, I took a I took a, a, a big knee, and you know, I had to go back to the drawing board, and I I kind of went back, and I was like, man, like all the sacrifices I made to educate the youth, and I have nothing to show for everything I've done, 
You know, I got how, so how am I supposed to tell them, how am I supposed to teach them that if you make sacrifices, you can achieve anything you want? And I was like, I had to really, like, settle in because I've never just fought. It's, I've always fought and taught. Mm-hmm. So I had, to, I had to settle in and, like, okay, you know what? If I really want to make this a thing where I can show them something more, you know, uh, about sacrifices, I have to, I, it's like the airplane mask. Um, you know, the airplane oxygen mask theory right. when, you know, oxygen mask goes. So I had to apply the oxygen mask to myself first. And, you know, it broke my heart, but it was something, it was, just, it was a big change that, you know, I had to do. And a lot of this, this win was for them, man. It really was. I love that. Now, if there was any parting words or a bit of advice that you would give any young athlete from the Palm Beaches, you know, who's made it, what would you tell them? I would tell them to not stay in Palm Beach and be, um, not just it's not, not it's not about staying in Palm Beach. It's about staying in your hometown. Don't stay in your hometown and be complacent. You want to move around. You know, you want to you want to go. Uh, I don't know somewhere else to have more of a. Um, I don't know the word I'm looking for. More of a experience, yeah, I guess. experience and worldly perspective. Exactly. Yes, worldly perspective, man. Dean, look at that. See, that's what, man. <laughs> I have no, I, I have no idea where that came from. It just kind of, it just kind of hit me. Trust me, it's not normal, O'Day. It's not normal. And it's kind of funny too, Dean, because you you left, but you're back in Port St. Lucie. Yeah, I'm back. You're I'm here, back in Port St. Lucie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's how it should be. That's exactly how it should be. Dean has the most worldly perspective because he's been everywhere. That guy has been everywhere. Has seen. You know, all the different um, energies, all different uh, styles, community, way of living. So you, 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 uh, you, you grow from, um, you know, that saying, each one, teach one. You mm-hmm. pick up all these different things from different people. But if you're around the same people your whole life, you don't learn anything new. You're 100% correct, man. I love that. Well, O'Day, man, I've taken enough of your time. I appreciate you coming on the show. When you get another fight announced, please come back on, man. We could we could chop it up, man. You a friend of the show now, man, and uh, I want to be able to talk to you again soon. So, um, best of luck to you, and let us know when you get another fight. I will, man. Definitely. You have a good rest of your day. All right, man. Take it easy. Yeah. And that was Oday Osborne, former high school wrestler at Dwyer High School, just fought in UFC Madison Square Garden. Has a, won his fight by TKO over CJ Vargara. But when we come back, Tina has a theory about me and my love life. Yes, I have a theory. She has a theory. And then I'm going to hit y'all with a Dean Diaries. When we come back, this is ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. I'm not Ken LaVica. No, you're not. I'm Dean Thomas. And you are Tina. And together we are Chris Dina. This is the Ken, this is the Chris Dina takeover on Ken LaVica Live. You are listening to us on ESPN 106.3. We will be back on from 3 to 5 with Josh Cohen and the home team. So sit tight for that. But for now, we are still here with you. we got one more segment, another few minutes left with you guys we hope you've enjoyed the show we hope you've enjoyed our talk with your very own O'Day Osborne Dwyer product Tina you have a theory about me 
I do. I know. Now, here, but first off, let's say this. Am I mysterious? Oh, yeah. What do you mean? You just went to, you went to Columbia, and you, I asked you a million questions, and you would not tell me anything. And you just, I, I just feel like, sometimes I'm like, I don't, really, I don't know who Dean is. But, like, I love that. Like, you don't, you don't know what to, you're not predictable. And I love that. That is, and I love the way you say that, because that has always been a goal of mine in life, to be unpredictable. I never want anyone to know what it is I'm going to do. And I, ne- I always want to be able to surprise people with something else. So like that's, so the fact that I've achieved that with you is great. <laughs> yes. But your theory about me is interesting. <laughs> yeah. This is interesting. Now I need, now I would like for you to explain this theory. Okay. So re- like this weekend is really what got me thinking. So I noticed that you posted on your Instagram, Dean Thomas, a video, someone recorded people coming up to you, you know, asking for pictures, you know, whatever you were doing. And I was like, who recorded this? Like, who, who was he with? And I saw you tagged this account, which was this photographer that you do a lot of pictures with. Like, I I know, I know they live, they don't live in Florida, but you've done like some, um, just, I'm not, I'm drawing a blank, not portraits, but just like pictures to have like Mm -hmm, you know and so then i started thinking i'm like wait a second why did this photographer woman go to new york (gasps) i was like why wasn't i invited to new york well actually i couldn't go to new york i was on my bachelor trip but i i just start thinking i'm like wait a second he goes he i was like he's gone there i've asked you before why are you going all the way there to take pictures like we got the beach here you know we can go on somewhere else and if you want to you know take pictures not at the beach i don't know like we've got so much in florida i'm like why is he going to another state to take pictures so i start thinking i'm like oh, oh my gosh this is maybe his girlfriend and i'm like <gasps> and then and i remember before like and I, i've seen this also this photographer at another event that you went to i think in uh it was one of like it was during the pandemic but d- your fighter david was there uh your son was there. It was like oh, your first. That it was, was like in, your first in Jacksonville. After, your, yes, your first after party. Yes, that was in Jacksonville. Yeah, UFC in Jacksonville. So I start putting all this just info together, and I'm like, okay, this photographer went to Jacksonville for this after party for Dean. Dean goes to an I don't know what state if it's like North Carolina or like Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania to take pictures when he lives in the beautiful South Florida, and then there this photographer is in New York. And I'm like, this has to be Dean's girlfriend or something. And I, and hey, I did some work in, you know, I, I clicked on the page and I couldn't even find like a picture of who this was because it's a photography page. But I, I approached you today. I, I thought this last night. I literally just, my mind was going and I, when I saw the New York video and I'm like, who is recording this? Why is this person there? Why isn't my best friend Dean telling me? And so all these things are in my mind and I approached you today and I go, I've got a theory about your love life and this is it. I told you, I think you've got a girl. I think I know who it is, but I don't know who actually it is. I just have an account to who I think it is. Well, I appreciate your investigative skills. I yeah, I'm appreciate, nosy. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it. <laughs> Because you care. And I do you, care. And if you didn't care, you wouldn't you wouldn't be investigating and trying to figure things out. And I appreciate that. I just make sure you're happy. And if if you do have a girlfriend, I want to meet her. And yeah. Well, I will tell you this. You are 
you couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> that is my f- good friend, Kelsey. And I go hang out with Kelsey and her husband and her kids all the time and their family all the time. So like whenever you've seen those pictures, it was like her and her husband taking those pictures. Like I hang out with them all the time. That's amazing. They're, they're more like family to me, like my sister. Oh, my gosh. So you couldn't have been <laughs> more wrong on your Inspector Gadget investigative Columbo skills. I just love matchmaking. And I was like, oh, my gosh, did I maybe find like a did I figure something out? But that's literally hilarious. And I just that's so funny because <laughs> I couldn't figure that out from the page. Well, and then again, I just was like, why? I'm like, maybe he has this photographer come just to take pictures of like him out and about like. I'm like, I got no idea. I don't know Dean Thomas. Again, Dean Thomas is not predictable. So I have just, I made this theory in my head that you have a girlfriend. Well. And I was very wrong. (laughs) You were, you, like I said, you couldn't have been more wrong. (laughs) But I told, but I 100%, I got love for you. I appreciate that. And I loved how you looking out for me. I love that. So like that to me is worth you being wrong for when if she's ever down here i want to do some pictures she's, sure. like, she's, yeah, she's going to come down here like i'm going to get her down Tell here me. She, and like yeah and she'll do pictures for i get her to do pictures for like you guys and like you know yeah all my fighters and everybody have yes. her come by the office and take pictures of the office we got to clean up around here though because uh, yeah yeah it's looking like this yeah yeah it's not that it's not that clean again i thank you for <laughs> caring all of your you know your caring and your you know, you're so you're so you're so nurturing. Like this is how I know that you have animals and pets because you don't have kids, but you have animals, and I can tell that you have animals because you're so nurturing and you're so caring, and that's why you're my 24 year old bestie. Yeah, yeah, besties, besties for life. Now, I've never done this at this hour. No, I've never done this at this hour. But I'm gonna bless the people with the Dean's Diaries. I just heard this the other day, and I was like, I got to rap over this. Can you turn it up just a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had to rap over this. All right. You ready for this one? I'm ready. All right. Dean Thomas on Ken Levick Alive. Catch me and Tina on the home team three to five. We going to strive on your afternoon drive. This ain't the first time, but your boy has arrived. Go deep like Hail Mary's got a crush on Halle Berry. As a kid, I thought that'd be the girl that I'd marry. Nope. That's not the way it went down. Can my dog like he's Snoopy and I was Charlie Brown. (laughs) (laughs) And today's Dean's Diary was brought to you by Cleveland Clinic of Florida. From early detection to breakthrough treatments, comprehensive women's health care is close to home. Nice. I couldn't yeah. stop staring at Halle Berry in the videos that I saw. I couldn't stop her. staring at her neither. Why was she there? She's a big UFC fan, and she actually just did a movie called Bruise that's coming out in uh, next month. This month, in a couple of weeks. And that's coming out. It's about her being a fighter. So she's a big fight fan, and she goes to the fights. Wow. Well, I would have flexed in front of her too if well, i was in front yeah, of her i think i think she was kind of looking at me so, oh so like I, that was my big crush growing up so like it, it might not be too late for me no you know what i'm saying like yeah. our age is a little closer now and now i know you don't have a girlfriend so maybe i'll try that yeah, matchmaking so yeah, so you know try, so if you see her around tell her i said what's up okay i got you so ladies and gentlemen you have witnessed an experience from chris dina i'm dean thomas 
reporting live on Ken Levicka Live, and you will catch us later at 3 o'clock on Josh Cohen and the Home Team. This is ESPN 106.3.